I want to begin today with our scripture reading, our Christmas Eve scripture reading. This is going to come from John's Gospel, chapter 1, verses 1 through 5. And it's printed in your bulletin, it'll be up on the screen behind me. So it says, John writes, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. All right, if you would, let's pray. Lord, we come before you now, just a broken, hungry people who need more of Jesus. And so, Lord, this Christmas Eve, we just ask, Lord, right now that you would just meet with us and speak to us, Lord. God, would you transform us each by the truth and the beauty and the power of your birth. So, Lord, I ask that you would... Just speak to us, Lord, that we would all open up our hearts and our ears to hear from you. Lord, that we would be receptive. Lord, nobody needs to hear from me. Um, I am nothing. Lord, I pray that you would speak and you would pierce our hearts. And Lord, anything that I say would fall to the ground as dust and be blown away and quickly forgotten. And we love you, Lord. We honor you and we bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. So I want to start today, just get you to think about something. I want you to think about some time in your life where some big event was going to happen in your life that you knew was just going to change everything for you. Some big event, some big life event that was just going to change your life. It was going to change everything for you, and you knew your life would never be the same. And in fact, you knew it would be better because of this event. And also to think about you knew when this event was going to happen. Like, for example, maybe if you're married, your wedding day. You know, that's a huge event that's going to change your life for the better. When you are going to say, all right, I'm going to marry this person, and I commit and pledge myself to them, to love and to serve them. Maybe it was the first time, if you have kids, when your first child was born, or maybe when any of your kids were born, because it's always huge any time a child is born. And that fact that God is going to give you this person, this little person, to raise and love and to nurture. Maybe it's when you bought a house and you took on that financial responsibility, Maybe it's for some of you when you were younger, when you actually graduated college and you moved into the real world. And let me just tell you, being an adult is so overrated. I can't even tell you. Stay a child as long as you can. And uh, something like that. Maybe it's when you graduated high school and went to college or you went from junior high to high school. Or maybe for some of you, it's when retirement was coming. And, you know, your whole life was going to change because of that. But, you know, some huge event that you knew was coming that was going to totally change your life for the better. So keep that in mind. Now think about this, kind of along with that. Try to remember what you felt the night before that event happened, if you can remember that. Think about how you felt the night before that huge event happened. You know, what was it like the night before you got married? What were you feeling the night before your kid was born? Or the night before you started that new job and that new career? Or the the night before when you finally signed your mortgage for that house? or when you graduated college, whatever it was, what was it like that night before? If I'm going to guess, if you knew a big event was coming and you knew it was going to be a good event, it was probably you felt some excitement, some joy, you were pumped up, probably a little scared, maybe a little stressed, overwhelmed, and it was probably honestly a mixture of all of that. You know, I know for me, for example, um, I got married a couple months ago, and I remember the night before our wedding and how excited I was, but I was also it was kind of nerve-wracking. I remember our rehearsal and our rehearsal dinner, 
And I was excited to marry Michelle. I couldn't wait, but it was also like, oh, my gosh, this is it. I mean, like, tomorrow my life is going to change. I just remember thinking this was my last night as a single guy and all that that meant. Incidentally, at our rehearsal dinner, uh, Michelle's dad, who I love, he's a great guy, pulled me aside. And he just looked at me. He goes, don't run. And I go, thanks for the pep talk. We're good. Uh, and that was kind of all we said that night. But, and I didn't. But it was, I was like, okay, good talk. Appreciate it. Um, but, yeah, like that last night before that big event, what that was like for you. And the reason I'm getting you just to think about that to get started today is just for you to think about, like, the reality and the amazing, just unbelievable power and beauty of the fact that 2,000 years ago, Christmas Eve, was humanity's last night. It was our last night. Everything was going to change for every single human being when Jesus was born. And Christmas Eve, 2,000 years ago, the night before he was born, that was humanity's last night. You see, because before Jesus was born, humanity, we lived in night. In darkness, and I mean that in a spiritual sense. We were sinners who had rebelled and disobeyed God. And we had no hope and no salvation and no way to save ourselves. We were totally dead in our sin. We were sinners who deserved death and punishment. And that's what humanity was. And because of that, we just lived in this constant state spiritually of night and darkness. And there was nothing we could do. And that was humanity's lot. And that's where we were stuck. We desperately needed a savior, and we couldn't save ourselves. But no, no one had come. And that's, that was our reality. But then everything changed when Jesus was born. Everything changed when the Messiah finally came. And Christmas Eve 2,000 years ago was our last night because Jesus had come on Christmas Day. Jesus had been born and he had come down to us and that's what john is talking about in those verses we read out of john's gospel and our main scripture is verse five and it's it's just half of that verse when he says the light shines in the darkness and i want you to understand that this is john's version of the christmas story if you want to read the full christmas story you go to matthew's gospel or luke's gospel but right here this phrase the light shines in the darkness this is john's version of the christmas story because jesus came down We were sinners, it was dark, we had no hope, but Jesus, the light of the world, had come. And the light, his light, it shined in the darkness. And everything changed, because now humanity had hope. Now we had the chance of salvation and grace and life in him. And so Christmas Eve, 2,000 years ago, it was our last night of hopelessness, of death, and no salvation. Because everything changed when Jesus was born. And so Jesus, when he was born, he brought his presence, he brought his kingdom, he brought his righteousness, his power, and his life, his salvation, and his redemption. And you know, something we've been talking about all through this Christmas series is the fact that a lot of times when we look at Christmas, we just talk about Jesus' birth, which in and of itself is incredible. But we sometimes kind of isolate that and just kind of like Jesus was born and that's all we talk about at Christmas. But that's only part of the story. It's a big part, but it's only part. Because Jesus was born, and as incredible as that is, he was born so he could die. And that Jesus' birth is a part of God's larger redemption plan. 
All right, Jesus was born as a baby so he could die as a man and rise from the dead. And because of those three things, our last night happened 2,000 years ago, the night before Jesus was born. That that was humanity's last night for all those who would turn to Christ and put their faith and their trust in him. And it's just incredible to think about. Everything changed. You know, so when we gather in here right now and we're remembering Christmas Eve, sometimes I think for some of us, including me, it can be kind of just rote and habit, but like what we are remembering and celebrating today is huge. This is one of the biggest things ever, Jesus' birth. And the reality of Christmas Eve is we are remembering our last night of hopelessness and death. Because God came down to us when we couldn't save ourselves. And he said, I got this. I'll fix it. This is what the Lord did for us. And so we're not just remembering Christmas Eve and doing Christmas Eve because, well, that's what you do. This is huge. We could do this every Sunday. and We'd never get tired of it. This is so big and important. You know, and I think about the angels in the Christmas story when they saw the shepherds. And they said to them, glory to God in the highest. And tonight, as we are gathered here, as we remember Christmas Eve 2,000 years ago was our last night, just for, us, just for us to say the same thing, to be glory to God in the highest. That God came down. And that Christmas Eve 2,000 years ago was our last night. Glory to God in the highest. You know, a God that would save humanity when we sinned and rebelled, a God who would die in our place, that's a God you can believe in. And that's a God you can give your life to. And that is somebody who is worth every bit of who you are for the rest of your days. And that's why we're here. Because Christmas Eve, we remember our last night. Because the light has shined in the darkness. And I think it's just perfect to be like glory to God in the highest for that. So I want to say just a couple of things about that for all of us in this room. First thing I want to say is if you're here today and you're not a Christian, you would say you're not a Jesus follower, you've never surrendered to Jesus or put your faith and trust in him, I want to invite you, and I just want to tell you straight up, don't take this the wrong way, just being honest with you, you're a sinner who needs a Savior. And guess what? So am I. But God loves you more than you could ever know. If you knew how much Jesus loves you, you would run home faster than you knew you were capable of. And that Jesus was born and he died for you. And my hope and my prayer is that you would turn to Christ and you would surrender to him so that you could experience your last night in this life. The second thing I want to say is, for those of you who might be in this room, and maybe you've just kind of walked away from your faith, for whatever reason, maybe you grew up in the church and you just got burned by it, or maybe you followed Jesus for a while, but you just kind of left it behind. Just to invite you and to challenge you, come home. Come home to Jesus, because he is what your heart longs for. And my prayer is that you would come home to him this Christmas. You would return to him, and you could re-experience your last night in him. And the final thing I want to say for those of us who are here, who are Jesus followers, just to say, just tonight as we're gathered, just give Jesus all the love and adoration you can for Christmas Eve 2,000 years ago. We're here. 
and to just pour out your heart to him and say, God, thank you. Just to remember and to celebrate the reality of our last night and that you live in his light now. And just to thank him and worship him for that today. In just a minute, we're going to come forward and we're going to take communion. And I think sometimes I've heard people say this. They're like, oh, Christmas, why are we taking communion? We should do that at Easter. Well, I've already alluded to this, but just to say again, Jesus' birth and his death are just two sides of the same coin. You know, that Jesus was born so he could die for us and then ultimately rise from the dead. So to talk about his birth on Christmas Eve, of course we would take communion. And so we come to the Lord's table today to remember his death and to also remember the fact of our last night as people who were sinners who had no hope and no chance of salvation, that Christ came down and his light has shined in the darkness. And so we come to the table today expectant and joyful and grateful on this Christmas Eve. That's what we want to do. And as you come to this table today, I want you to know that God's grace is sufficient for you, that you will receive it through communion, and it is here for you to change you and empower you for him. Christmas Eve 2,000 years ago was our last night, and that's what we remember and we celebrate today. That's what this whole service is about. And so we come as people, whether you're a Christian, maybe you're not a Christian, you're here, but this is reality. And we enter into that and we say glory to God in the highest. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you so much for your birth. And Lord, we thank you that 2,000 years ago, Christmas Eve, we experienced, humanity experienced our last night. Lord, that your light has shined and is still shining, that you are the light of the world. We thank you so much for that, Lord. God, thank you that you came down to us to be born as a baby, to die as a man. And Lord, I just pray that that truth would touch and pierce every heart in this room right now. Whether someone's a Christian or they're not, Lord, let it speak to us afresh and change us. Thank you, Lord, for your grace, your salvation your birth, your death, and your resurrection. We thank you for it. Thank you for our last night. Glory to God in the highest. In Jesus' name, amen.